Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Charlotte, North Carolina for the 2023 ACC tip-off. Yesterday we covered the women's hoops, and today we move over to the men's side on the ACC. And joining us right now in the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hot Seat, ACC beat writer at the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Mike Barber. What's going on, Mike? It's good to see you. I wonder if we're going to be able to fit any pickleball into this uh, packed couple of days here in Charlotte. <laughs> I know. I haven't been able to train, and I've got the tournament Friday. Yeah, we, I really should have been at least your training partner. Yeah. Right? My schedule wouldn't let me play with you, but uh, I should have at least been your training partner for this. I haven't decided. Do I really need to wear a costume? I will say it was the only victory that, that I had when I played Pickleboo. We, we, I think we went two and four in our matches, but we, uh, we took home a nice prize package for having the best costumes. We were skeleton tuxedos. I, I recommend it to get into the, into the whole feel for it. All right. I, I do love Halloween, and I've already decided I'm going as a pirate this weekend. That should be good. I hope we see pictures. My, my son uh, is Captain America, and he asked me to be the Winter Soldier. Um, I think it's because he just wants to fight me Yeah, a lot, right. Yeah. But, um, th- those are the costumes, and they, they look pretty good so far. He wants to control you because Captain America can control the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes for him. <laughs> but you are the ACC beat writer, and we're here at ACC Media Day. Uh, let's start with UVA. Last year, the end of the season, lose to Furman. First round of the NCAA tournament, but I've heard a lot of high expectations as Tony Bennett has kind of retooled and regrouped. Yeah, and I really like this year's roster. I don't know if it's as talented maybe as some of the others, although certainly Beekman and Dunn are, are NBA guys, um, but I think it fits together better. I think it makes more sense. You look at pieces, and, and you know everybody likes to look at what you do well. I tend to look at weaknesses, and, and I look at some of the pieces, and, and I see in their weaknesses teammates that can compensate for that. You know, I'm thinking about Jake Grove transfer from Oklahoma is a really good stretch for. I have some questions about his defense, but Jordan Miner, the transfer from Merrimack, is a really good help defender. So those two seem to play well off each other. And um, I, I really like the pieces and how they fit. I think they will work well for what Tony Bennett wants to do. It's interesting. You know, I talked to the guys a couple weeks ago and they said, hey, we think he's going to let us run more which is just stunning to hear if you're a Virginia fan because it's not a team that runs, and, and nobody's saying they're going to be you know, the 90s UNLV. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that, that with the pieces and, and with being a little more guard-heavy and, and some really good ball handlers, that maybe Tony Bennett will kind of loosen up on the reins a little. Yeah, it's funny. It feels like every year someone asks him about the pack line, then he has this viral quote about it. And it's just so funny because – He's already won a national championship with that, so why are we keeping asking about it? Yeah, right? It's sort of a stupid topic at this point. You know, For a while it was you can't win, and then he won, and it was you can't win consistently, and then he won more than anybody in the conference was winning, and then it was okay, but you can't win a championship. And uh, certainly UMBC added a ton of fuel on that fire, and then they won a championship. And I guess now the question is, can you win multiple championships? And, and based on his track record, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against him. Um, I, I think the thing that people overlook, um, because they do focus on the pack and how, how strong that is defensively. Tony Bennett's best teams are ruthlessly efficient offensively. I mean, that team that won the national title, yes, it's a low-possession game, but it was a low-possession game because the defense is grinding on the other end. Yeah. Uh, Virginia was actually moving the ball, getting good shots, and scoring at a very efficient clip. It's just the way they play defense, there are going to be fewer possessions in the game. That's going to be fewer total points. Broadcasting live from Radio Row with Mike Barber here from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Let's move over to Virginia Tech. 
Mike Young likes his squad, and, and I think it's really important that he got Hunter Couture and Sean Padula back. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that backcourt of Couture and Padula and MJ Collins. Certainly we saw the news yesterday about Rodney Rice leaving. It's disappointing. I think Rodney had a chance to be a, a real good player, whether he was a starter or coming off the bench. But, you know, they've got a lot of depth in, in the backcourt still, and I think they're going to be really good there. Um, you know, and, and for Mike, it, it's going to be the formula that it always is, a good passing team, uh, a team that takes good shots, passes up good shots for great shots, and plays committed team defense. And, and I think they have the pieces to do that. Um, I, I think I think what Mike has built in Blacksburg is, is sustainable, right? You know, we've seen some coaches who come in place and, and they have some great success, but it, it might be based on a player or two. And I think Mike has, has a system there at, at Virginia Tech. Um, and, and you see guys sticking around, right? You see guys playing Hunter Couture, playing those extra years just in months a year ago um, because they like what he's doing. And um, no, I think they're in position to, to surprise some people. I think they'll finish in the top half of the league. Rodney Rice, you mentioned that, and you've been following this story closer than I have. Did he? What happened last year? Did he get hurt last year? Well, so he, he was hurt, yeah, and then he came back, and then he got hurt again. And it's certainly it's been very frustrating. And Rodney's you know been very desperate to get on the court, and, and it's been frustrating for him. Uh, also, Mike Jones, who was, was heavily involved in his recruitment, left and is now an assistant at Maryland. I think there was a lot of speculation that Rodney might leave then, um, but he didn't. And, and I think you get to this point, and you think, okay, your roster's pretty set, and um, so that's going to be a challenge for Mike Young because I, I certainly I think Rodney Rice was going to be a big part of this rotation and a big part of this team. It wouldn't have surprised me if he worked his way into the starting lineup uh, I, I think he's an impactful scorer and now he will apparently sit out a year and, and before he can play and uh, I think that's going to be tough on Rodney too right he, he dealt with the injuries sitting out that was hard on him and, and now he's making this choice but um, that's the era we live in and, and there, there seems to be no clock on when kids might make these decisions let's go around the ACC you know we were at this same spot last year talking to each other and I had high expectations for Miami. Loved that backcourt and Jordan Miller, the former George Mason transfer. They get all the way to the Final Four. How has he been able to retool? Yeah, I think that team, and again, it's about retention. And and we talk so much in in basketball and really all of college sports about transfers and guys leaving. But to me, it's it's who you keep. And Norshad O'Meara being back, Nigel Pack being back, like that's where you start if you're Jim Laranek. I think that team's really strong. I think in my ballot, I had them third in the conference uh, behind the two Carolina Blue Bloods. But um, yeah, I, I think again, Jim Laranega has something going there that guys want to stay a part of. They're not in a big hurry to leave, and, and certainly and go down the road of Nigel's NIL deal, which is part of the reason he's not in a hurry to leave. But, um, you know, I think with those guys back, yeah, I think Miami is a contender for the ACC title. Uh, I think they can do what they did in March again. Um, I have very high expectations for them. Carolina and Duke. Let's start with Duke. I am high on Kyle Filipowski. Uh, I just think he's incredible. Uh, you walk past him and you're like, oh, my gosh, did he grow from last year? He's going to take over this league. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was great last year. And just, you know, the all-around play, and that's something, you know, we're seeing it now in the NBA with one by. And it's the guys who are that size and can do everything, can, can put it on the floor, can pass. And, uh, it just changes things in the game. And I think to build around him, and then there's a ton of talent in that program. And, you know, um, you know credit to Mike Krzyzewski because his sort of plan of transition to John Shire, I think, has worked perfectly. Um, everybody knew it was coming. Everybody knew it was John. They were able to continue recruiting at that high level. Um, the, the talent on that team is loaded. They're my pick to win the conference. Um, and Filipowski, yeah, is a huge part of that. And, um, you know, some veteran guys were coming back to, which is maybe the shift, and I don't know if it's about John Shire so much as it is just about the changing landscape, but um, programs that were kind of heavy one and done are, are seeing two and done, and 
maybe even three and uh, and, and they're keeping some of these players and um, it just changes how you develop it changes your chemistry uh, you, you mentioned Mason a second ago George Mason final four run was really the proof in the pudding of hey if you can keep a bunch of veteran guys together how much better they are than even talented teams that, that don't know each other and, yeah um, I think we're seeing that yeah uh, chemistry is so important in college basketball Mike Barber with us here of course you can check out the Teal and Barber podcast covering all things ACC and also you're venturing out and covering JMU ODU homecoming game. Yeah, big one, big one for JMU, who's undefeated, cracked the top 25 poll, and you know this is kind of my old stomping grounds. I spent 10 seasons covering JMU when my career in Virginia started, so it's it's been fun to be back. But it's it's fun to see what they've built, how successful they are, and you know they've got some intriguing players in in this game. I did a feature uh, yesterday on Jason Henderson, the linebacker at Old Dominion. He talked about how his background as a as a wrestler, his dad was a wrestler, grandfather was a wrestler, how that has really shaped him. He led the nation in tackles last yeah. year. He leads the nations in tackles again this year. And you know what I love about him is he's not a, a hit guy. He's not a shoulder tackle guy. He's not a trip you up. He's a wrap you up old school guy. And he said a lot of that uh, comes from wrestling. And then the other one is uh, Jordan McLeod, the quarterback at, at JMU. This is his third school. Uh, he started close to home. He's a Tampa kid. He went to South Florida. He went to Arizona. Now he's at JMU. And I had a chance to talk to his brother, uh, Ray Ray McLeod, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, uh, late last night. I called me at my hotel room, kind of woke me up, but that's all right. He, he had good stuff. And he told me this really great anecdote about uh, Jordan and his cousin who was a, a linebacker at South Florida and his brothers and they all got together when they were little at the park and his dad would basically make them run Oklahoma drills uh, and he said it would you know kind of beat on Jordan as, as kind of one of the younger ones and he said that's where a lot of his, his toughness comes from so um, looking forward to that game Saturday I think it's an intriguing matchup. Yeah McLeod's been fun to watch uh, and because he can run he also can throw it deep Reggie Brown right has been catching the deep balls uh, for JMU so you know this story has gone national with JMU problem is is it it ends as soon as they lose but that's not going to happen this weekend right <laughs> it should be a good one but you know it, it's interesting and you've seen a lot of the national media jump on the angle of the ncaa denying them the chance to play in the postseason and you know to an extent the Sun Belt too and i understand if the ncaa says you can't play in the postseason what the spot the Sun Belt is in but um certainly that that's unfair but i really like the mindset of the players and, and the coaching staff which is okay that's the way it is so let's just win every game and you know you don't have to bang the drum on this topic if you're JMU because everyone's going to do it for you as long as you keep winning. And, you know, like you just referenced, it all comes down to can you keep winning? And if they finish the year undefeated, man, that criticism at that point of the NCAA I think is going to be even stronger. That's Mike Barber from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Follow his work, richmond.com. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105-1 FM, Richmond's home for the Virginia Tech Hokies, and football program's got a big one tomorrow in Blacksburg hosting Syracuse, but we're broadcasting live from Radio Row here for ACC tip-off men's basketball today, and joining me right now from Virginia Tech, Mylijal Potit. How did I do with that pronunciation? Perfect pronunciation. Appreciate you having me. I, I love that, man. Good to have you on the show. How are you enjoying Media Day? Hey, it's been fun so far. Yeah. To hang out with the guys, you know, it's been a lot of fun. How close have you become with the few guys you came with here, Hunter Couture, Sean Padula? Oh, you know, really close. Ever since I got here you know, last summer, this has been, they're great guys. This is a pleasure to hang around. What style of offense do you think best fits what you bring to the table? 
You know, I, I think I do a couple things well on the offensive end. I think I can pass the ball well. I think I finish around the rim well, offensive rebound well, and really just, you know, help teams get into their stuff. So the way that we play, we move the ball a lot. I get the ability to down screen a lot for great shooters like those guys, Hunter and Sean. So we just move the ball around a lot, get easy opportunities around the rim, and I think that, that fits me well. I'm sure you want to take your game to the next level, and you're hoping to increase your minutes on the court this year. You know, what kind of things can you make an impact immediately right away for the Yeah, Hokies? absolutely. I feel like, you know, as a team, everybody knows we struggled a little bit defensively last year. And as a big, it's kind of my job to just anchor that defense, be the back line. So big improvements on, on, on that front. Transfer portal, NIL has changed college basketball. So tell me how you ended up with Virginia Tech. So, yeah, um, ended the portal. So COVID had kind of... COVID started my beginning of college. So that kind of like threw the whole college basketball yeah. landscape off by, by a ton. So I entered the portal into my sophomore year, ended up here in the junior year, and I've had a great time since. Awesome. So what's your relationship like with head coach Mike Young? So it, it is a good relationship there because obviously he was at Wofford before, and the squad had actually, his coaches staff, him, KG, they recruited me at Wofford a little bit too before making the move. So I had a little relationship established with them before there. So entering the portal, I was familiar with him, how he played, what they were all about. So how close are you guys as a team now? You know, really, really close. You know, we had an international trip this summer. So we got a chance to have a couple practices preparing for that, just going overseas crazy experience none, none of us have done that before with the guys so great bonding experience there and I think there are high expectations for Virginia Tech this season you know a few years ago win the ACC title yep. uh, but you know you bring him back two great guards and Couture and Padula and it feels like hey this could be the year Mike Young's got his guys so that's why I think there's a lot of high expectations does it feel like that to you it absolutely does. Returning a lot of great guys, including with that, people have gotten a lot better. And then you look at Portal Editions, Makai Long, Robbie Barron, that got a great freshman coming in, Brandon Rocksteiner, Jaden Young. So we have a lot of talent on our team, so we're excited. So you're here at ACC Media Day, and you're looking around, you're seeing all these, like, I call them celebrities to me, right? Because they're yeah. like guys that I grew up watching. Mm -hmm. You know, Luke Hancock, now he's working uh, for them. Coach Greenberg was at Virginia Tech, yeah. and Jay Billis, and all these guys. So when you're here at Media Day, what does it feel like being a player, no, it man? Is. Like, there's just greatness all around you. Great you know, coaches that were players, like you said, media people. It's just, you're just around a lot of great basketballs. The thing I love about the conference. What do you love about being in Blacksburg? Blacksburg is great. Just like the, the, the backing that the community gives to athletics in general. I know you are talking about the football game a little bit earlier. Just They love Virginia Tech athletics. They're supporting the basketball team, football team, all the sports teams for that matter. This is a nice, tight-knit community. So do you go to football games? Go to all the football games I can. So you're going to try to get there tomorrow? I will be there tomorrow supporting, absolutely. So I went to VCU, but uh, okay. my buddy Ronnie Van Dyke was on the football team, and I have this great memory of when he brought me and a couple friends to the game. It was Thursday night. And I was, there's nothing better than Thursday nothing night better. at Lane Stadium there in Blacksburg. Uh, so it's going to be rocking. Uh, what is the best night to play college basketball in Blacksburg? Ooh. I'd probably just go Saturday night. I love a nice weekend game. I feel like everybody can kind of come out to those. And then afterwards, you know, you got probably a day off tomorrow. So you can enjoy a little night on the town afterwards. So I'd probably say Friday night, Saturday night would probably be my go-tos. Toughest thing about being in the ACC is every game, it's a tough opponent. Every game. Every single game. There's no yeah. nights off. So what kind of mentality do you have to have coming into conference play knowing that? You do 100% because obviously a very talented league. There's talent top to bottom. Bottom of conference topic of every game, you have to bring your A game or you run the risk of losing. So with that, you just have to be locked in for every game no matter the competition. Have you always been a hoops head? We were talking last night a little bit about the NBA. Is that something like 
you get up and you want to watch film, you want to watch basketball? I do. I, I love the game. You know, I've been around it for a long time. I've been playing for as long as I can remember. So I really love the game. NBA, college, high school, women's, really anything I can get my hands on. I, I love the game. So who were some of your mentors growing up playing basketball? Yeah, so I, I feel like like being a fan of the game I watched growing up in North Carolina, you're in the middle of ACC country, so there's so much great basketball going around. So just growing up, I remember all the good Duke teams, the Carolina teams, and just watching those big guys playing. It's just it's awesome. Yeah, so anyone in particular that you'd point out? So growing up, probably my favorite big coming to ACC, Jalil Okafor. He was absolute dog on the low block. Yeah. Watched him, you know, great high school player. Watched him throughout the college career, and it was, it was crazy. They won the championship that year, so I was a big fan of that and just watching him play. I was a big fan of him as well. Why do you think it didn't work out in the NBA as well as everyone expected? You know, some of that is just, you know, beyond me. It could be the shift, the game, you know, traditional low block, low block post players are kind of phasing out, especially with that on him. But just the skill set he has, you know, is still great. Yeah, it is wild because you're right. I think 15 years ago he would have been like all NBA. Absolutely. Right now, you know, he's struggling to see the floor because of that. And I'm still keeping up with he's playing overseas now. It's still the same to local for a crazy good low block, athleticism, <laughs> post moves, everything. So, no. That's awesome, man. So uh, what are you studying at Virginia Tech? Um, sociology. Okay. How do you yeah, like that? I do. I like it a lot. What, do you, what would you want to do, at, you know, 10 or 15 years from so now? So, yeah, after done playing, I do want to go to law school. Ooh. Bring that sociology into there. So that, that's post-playing career. That's awesome. I have in mind right now. So my, mom, my mom's an attorney. She okay. Does, uh, awesome. If you get uh, workers' comp, if you get hurt at work. Yeah, like injury stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that okay. something you're interested in? Uh, I'll, I'm probably going to lean more towards the sports side of the law, but mm -hmm. no, I, I like all fields of law. Well, that's awesome, man. So high expectations for Virginia Tech this season at a conference play has become so important, right? Yeah. I mean, because especially in the ACC, you beat each other up. Got to take care of business out of conference play. What do you think you guys need to do to be able to start the season and pick up, like, somehow you guys play so well in the ACC tournament, it seems like, every year. Yeah. How do you start the season like that? Yeah, you just really got to stay locked in because obviously starting off competition-wise, you're playing some lower teams, and so you got to really get hyped up for those games and just try to get better every game. You know, you're expecting to win those games by a favorable margin, but still got to lock in, see what you can improve on, and just try to get better in those games. So social media has grown to the max. It, it blows my mind. Uh, you know, Twitter was a thing when, you know, I was in high school, barely Instagram now, TikTok, yep. everything. It just blows up, and a lot of guys can take advantage of that and make some money with That's NIL. Cool. So I've been pulling out my phone here whenever I have an interview, all right, and, and I'm asking, I want to do like a day-in-the-life video. Okay. Have you ever seen those? I have. What makes those good? It makes a day in the life video good. I just I like the realness because I feel like some things they're like too scripted and you're like, uh, do you really do that on your day? I like a real day in the life video. Think about what people actually get into. So I want to feature you in my video. So give a little shout out to the Hokies fan base in Blacksburg. Hello, it's Elijah Poteet. Big shout out to the Hokies. I love that, man. So do you do you do any TikTok dances or anything like that? I don't really. I look at a fair bit of TikTok more than I could probably care to admit, but <laughs> I, I don't really post much. Not a big dancer to begin with, so <laughs> not too much on that side of it. So what do you enjoy to do off the court? Off the court, I'm a really chill person. I'm relaxing, hanging out with friends. I don't like doing too much if I, if I have downtime, but I play video games, watch movies, stuff like that. What kind of video games are you into? Mostly sports games. Like that's, Madden. that's all I play is only sports games, so you're speaking my language. Madden, 2K, FIFA, normally around those rounds. A little Call of Duty, too, I will say. Careful mentioning, I'm, I'm known <laughs> as the FIFA god. 
Ooh, All right. really? Yeah, man. Interesting. The yeah. best FIFA player on our team, so oh, really? a little competition there. Uh, how, for sure. <laughs> I'll bring my Xbox Series X. Absolutely. Bring it to campus. What, what team do you like to use? Okay, so I'm a Chelsea fan in real life. Me too. We just became best no friends. Chance? Yes, we awesome. did. Yes, we did. I should have been filming that. <laughs> <laughs> Roster's looking a little worse and worse. So yeah, I know. But, it, but, but I'll, we won I'll Champions League. You know, we're Champions still League champions of the world. We can't get over that. Yeah. I was a big Pulisic fan. He made the move to Milan, so yep. I use him a little bit when I can. Did you play soccer? Never played soccer growing up. So what about the game just you find interesting? I, I really don't know. I just gravitated. I remember when I was a kid, I saw like a World Cup. That might have been, I don't know what year it was, and I was just fascinated by it. I always watched it since. I played FIFA growing up, too, so that probably kind of got me into it. Yeah. So, what do you think of the new FIFA game, though? Because EAFC24. Because I think last year was better. I, I would agree. I would agree. I played a little bit of Ultimate Team this year. Not a massive fan of it, but I did enjoy last year's game. So Yeah. yeah. This is so, like, inside FIFA, but <laughs> I don't care. Uh, they messed up the Y and right bumper through ball. Like that? Um, like the threaded through yeah. ball, you mean? Yes. They, they just completely ruined yep. it. Some, the game mechanics, I don't know what they're doing sometimes, but <laughs> that, that's beyond me. <laughs> oh, man, well, having a fun time hanging out with you. Looking forward to covering you guys uh, this season. Um, you know, if we, if we see you on the court dominating, yep. what style is that going to be? Like, what's it going to look like if you're having a great game statistically? So, yeah, so obviously, you know, try to bring my strong presence Offensive end, defensive end, so a lot of buckets scoring efficiently around the rim and then offensive rebound, defensive rebounding, and just trying to make life as hard as I can on the opposing defender. Well, good luck this season. I've enjoyed talking with you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yep. My Lijel? My Lijel. My Lijel Poteet. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Richmond's home for the Hokies. You can hear every game on 910 The Fan, football and basketball. Tomorrow, huge football game. I'm here with Hunter Couture live from Radio Row. Are you looking forward to that tomorrow? I am. I'm excited for it. Um, There's nothing like a a Thursday night game in Lane, so it'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, So, grad student now, back at Virginia Tech. You you were hitting the three-point shot like crazy last year. You gonna take it further and further? You gonna have a, a half court shot this year? <laughs> Maybe I don't think I ever hit a half court shot in a college game, so that'd be pretty cool to do this year. I, I know I loved talking to you last year uh, here at Media Day, and then during the season, and our buddy Sons of Saturday Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. They say you're the most swaggy player at Virginia Tech. <laughs> How's that make you feel, dude? Uh, it's a big compl- uh, compliment coming from them. Yeah, yeah. Do, is that something that you kind of like think about? Um. Because yes, you have the arm sleeve, right? Yeah, but the, the arm sleeve was because I broke my elbow, so that was more <laughs> medical than swag. What about the leg sleeve? Do you the do leg sleeve, yeah, I do do leg sleeves. Um, so I think I don't put much thought into it, but there's a little bit. I talked to them, and I told them I might do the one leg sleeve this year, so we'll see how that goes. Okay, so I've, I've never worn the leg sleeve. Mm-hmm. How does it help? Uh, I think it just keeps the body warm. You know, you kind of generates more heat to the the joints just wearing another layer of clothing so i think i i could be wrong it could be placebo but (laughs) in my mind it works it makes you feel good like like you're like a ninja turtle or something exactly all right we're live from radio row here at the 2023 acc tip-off with virginia tech hunter couture guard fifth all time at virginia tech career three pointers made Mm -hmm. how does that make you feel dude it's pretty cool you know um never you never really go into a 
a school thinking like, all right, this is I'm going for this record. Um, I think this past year was when it really came to light how kind of close I am to being at the top. Um, and I think I'm 16 or 17 away from being at the number one position. So I think it's a cool accomplishment. Um, hopefully I stay healthy enough to reach that goal this year. Um, but it'll be once it once it comes, I'll be very blessed and very honored to have that. Yeah, let's get Hunter to the top spot. Mm-hmm. I-, I love that. So I think there's a lot of expectations for your team this year. You know, Mike Young seems to be really feeling himself in Blacksburg. He's comfortable. He's getting the recruits that he wants. Got you and Sean Padula back, so really great backcourt there. Do you like the fact that there's high expectations? Yeah, it's always good um, that there's high expectations because then that means it's just there's pressure, and when there's high expectations and pressure, that means you're doing something right. And so I think we got to take that as a compliment and don't be nervous about it. Go out there and kind of prove people why we have high expectations, um, not only for ourselves, um, but other people having high expectations for us. Uh, so to go out there and kind of just play the game we know how to play and doing it together will be good. How do you and Sean Padula kind of feed off each other? Because he blows me away with the way he could keep his dribble alive and you know hit layups in front of taller opponents. Mm-hmm. And then you know you're around the outside there anytime he draws a double team. Yeah, and I think uh, the more we play together, the more we kind of have a good feel with each other. You know, there's sometimes where he's driving and I'm relocating to an open spot, and he may not be looking at me, and all of a sudden the ball's coming towards my way. So I think it's really been like always be ready when he has the ball because you never know when you're going to get a pass or what's going to happen with him and just how talented and crafty that he is. Um, but I think we really feed off each other just when they're able to be, be on the perimeter and kind of space the floor out for him. And then when he kind of drives in and to come to him for him to kick the ball out and make the right play. How would you describe Mike Young's offense for someone who's just seen it for the first time? Yeah, I think it's just very, it's creative. There's a lot of space to it. It's a lot of, it's the way basketball should be played. You know, not one person is supposed to be having the ball the whole time. You can go out there, have 20 passes in one possession. Guys are going out there who doesn't care who scores the ball. We're just moving the ball and trying to get the ball and get a great shot. Tell me a little bit about some of the newcomers on the Hokies this year. Yeah, so we have two, three transfers. we got Robbie Barron from Northwestern, who's a great leader, um, great on the defensive end, has really excelled on the offensive end as well. We have Makai Long, that's a rebounding machine from Old Dominion. Um, also a fifth year like myself as Robbie. Um, he's been great coming in kind of put his head down, worked hard. And then we have Tyler Nickel from UNC, who's a great shooter. He's got a great feel for the game. I think he's Virginia's um, all-time leading scorer in high school. Um, just has a really good feel for the game on the offensive end. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Bishop Moore in Orlando, Florida. So what was recruiting like for you there? Um, it was kind of slow at the beginning. I don't think I started getting offers till later in my, my junior year. Um, but then once I, it started picking up, it kind of went, and it was a little bit of overwhelming. Um, but it was I didn't have any high major offers. It was all low, um, low and mid-major offers. Um, but it was, it was I needed that experience. It was good to go through, and um, I'm, I'm excited where I'm at right now. Yeah, absolutely. You're a, a star at Virginia Tech, hopefully having a big season. And, and this is such a tough conference. I, I like to say it's the toughest conference in college basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you get yourself prepared when you know, oh, we have UVA here, then it's UNC, and then it's Duke right around the corner. So many tough opponents. Yeah, that's what makes it so tough. There's so many amazing players and talent in this league, not only just – on the court as players but off the court as coaches and coaching staffs you know they're you got some of the best coaches in the country in this league and some of the best players you know year in year out you see guys getting drafted from the ACC I mean the ACC's made it to the final four and I don't know how many of the last years yeah but um it's always going to be a competitive league and it's tough to win on the road in at home in this league there's never there's never a game you could be like all right this is going to be an easy win you know every game is going to be tough and you're going to have to bring your A game 
Hunter Couture joining me live from Radio Row, the grad senior for Virginia Tech and the sharpshooter. And, and you're Mr. Swaggy at Virginia <laughs> Tech. So uh, we have the sports junkies in the morning right here on 910 The Fan, mm-hmm. and they're so popular all throughout the DMV. So they called me this morning. They were clowning me for my outfit here. <laughs> what do you th- Swag King, give me, a, give me a review. What do you think? Come on. Um... It's got fall colors, but it's just a lot of colors. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's awful, but I wouldn't say it's the best. My my biggest issue is I always get a lot of wrinkles. Yeah, you know I got I got some extra pounds on me. It doesn't help. Yeah, but I can't handle it. Yeah, I mean I'd like the flannel look. It's a little cold out and stuff like that. But I think the color scheme could be a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. Uh, so give us a, a shout out here to those listening in Richmond that are big Hokies fans. Yeah, shout out to all the fans um, in Virginia, especially in Richmond. Thank you for all the love and support that you guys have, and I can't wait for a great year. It's going to be a fun one, man. So uh, tell me a little bit about your backcourt teammate. I'm going to interview him next, Sean mm-hmm. Padula. Yeah, he's a, he's a great a great kid um, off the court, a great player on the court. He's competitive. He brings it every practice and every workout, um, and he's just a competitor. You know, he's got that edge to him where he, he doesn't like getting beat. He doesn't like when he loses the ball. He's always going to compete for it. Um, and then also he's just been learning to be a, a better leader. As you know, he's going to be in his junior year now, um, second year starting. I think he's understanding kind of what it takes to be a point guard in this league and kind of excel at it. What do you like to do outside of basketball in Blacksburg? Oh, I love to golf. That's my really? that's my big thing. Yeah, I, I've really gotten into it these past two years, I'd say. Okay. Um, but that's my whole kind of summer workout was basketball all morning, had three workouts in the morning, and then in the afternoon was just straight golf. So it's been good. Man, isn't it frustrating, though, when you work so hard and then it curves left or it curves right? It's a very humbling sport, um, (laughs) but you hit a good shot and it keeps you coming back. So I think it's just – I like being out there because it's just – it's fun because it's free-spirited. You're kind of out there, you hit a bad shot, you're like, okay, that was a bad shot, but it's it's golf. You, it, the weather's nice out there, you're having a good time, there's not too much pressure. So it's just it's fun to get away from, from basketball and kind of put do something mindless. Are you a member of the highly exclusive hole-in-one club? I'm not. I've been close. So I had one a couple years ago where I was an inch away, a kind of horseshoe around the hole, <laughs> and then this year I had one that just landed probably about a foot behind the hole. So I've been close, but hopefully I get there one day. Well, awesome, man. Great stuff. Really appreciate you taking appreciate the time. You. Thank That's you. That's Hunter Couture. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105. 1FM, Richmond's home for the Hokies. Every game can be heard here on WRNL 910 The Fan, now at 105 1FM. And joining me right now is the head basketball coach, Mike Young. What's going on, coach? Not a lot. Good to be on with you. Hope you're well. I'm doing great here at Media Day. I I always love this because, you know, I I was a big fan of college basketball growing up. So now getting to see all the coaches that I looked up to is awesome from your perspective. What do you think about media day? I'd, I'd, I'd rather be back home practicing. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously can't go today, uh, but uh, you, you work that into your schedule knowing that this is going to be a, uh, a day off for your team. Um, but uh, the league does a great job with this event. Um, it's always very well attended and, you know, we're thrilled that uh, folks like yourself and so many, many others uh, are here. Uh, it does give us the opportunity to, to see one another uh, in a more relaxed uh, setting, and uh, the other players from around the league, which is, um, you know, fun to see them in this environment. So, great city to visit. 
yeah. uh, and, uh, and an easy drive back up to Blacksburg when we finish up here today. How are you feeling about your squad this season? we got a long way to go. Uh, I think, um, you know, uh, a lot of us are saying that uh, with, um, you know, things moving in, in a direction where you're always going to have a number of, you know, new people. And no matter how well those kids have been coached, uh, you know, people's philosophy and style of play is, is uh, sometimes radically different. Uh, so you're trying to reprogram, the, if you will, on how you do things offensively, defensively. Um, but we have attracted and continue to attract really, really nice young men that uh, are about the right stuff and a pleasure to, uh, to coach. And we're, uh, we're looking forward to continuing to put it all together. We're in a landscape of college basketball right now where it feels like Show me what you can do right away. Show me what you can do right away. You were hired in 2019, though, and you've really developed this program. Do you feel like, hey, I've got the guys I need uh, to make a deep run this season? Uh, again, I want to see. I want to see some things from this team before I, you know, make uh, those kinds of uh, predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good practice team. Um, you know, it's uh, a team with uh, with depth. We shoot the ball well. Uh, we have uh, many attributes. Uh, I have some things, and I could say this about any team I've had in 22 years as a head coach, uh, that that I need to see. I need uh, I need for this team to prove it to me, uh, and then you know I hope that it happens early in the season. Maybe it's mid mid December, um, but uh, they possess it. They have it. Uh, I want to see it. I want to see it consistently. And when I do, I'll have been in a better position to give you a prediction. So you brought with you my Jile Poteet. Melijal. Melijal yep. Poteet. Sean Padula, Hunter Couture. Give me a little reasoning why you brought these guys. Um, I thought Melijal earned it. Uh, you know, he's been around. He's a sharp person. Uh, Couture, for obvious reasons, he's been, you know, one of our favorites for uh, – for many, many years. He's the first person I signed uh, when I got to Virginia Tech. Uh, so, you know, he's going to eclipse the uh, all-time three-point made field goal record in uh, Virginia Tech history. Yeah. I think he's going to have the most basketball games played in uh, in uh, Virginia Tech history. Uh, and then uh, Sean Padula um, – has had a great spring summer. I thought he had a very good year last year as a as a sophomore, uh, and uh, you know, kid, we will uh, we will rely on need him to have a good year for us. So Hunter is such a good sharpshooter. You can yeah. really rely on him, and and his his range is even past the three point line, past the NBA three point line. It <laughs> seems like. But what are other aspects of his game? Did you you know instill him to work on this off season? People may not. Uh, <clears throat> may not consider this uh the kid is a very good athlete Mm -hmm. he really moves his feet um he's got a a toughness about him that uh that is unique and uh we all as college players need it uh he is a very very good uh, uh defensive player typically guarding the other team's best player um you know, I think uh, we have this stereotype, uh, a kid like Hunter, thicker legs, doesn't move. He, move, he moves very well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all shapes and sizes, <clears throat> he, uh, he will guard them. He can guard them. And I uh, can always count on Hunter to do a great job. 
How are you feeling about the state of the conference? You know, when I was here for ACC kickoff, it was all this talk about realignment and the struggles. But with basketball, you're dominant around the around the around the world, really. Well, <clears throat> I've always considered the Atlantic Coast Conference the premier basketball league nationally. Um, and there's been some, <clears throat> you know, some um, changes uh, as uh, leagues become bigger, and you know, uh, our league. Fortunately, uh, added uh, Miami, Virginia Tech. I don't know the exact order, mm-hmm. um, but those were decisions made uh, for football purposes. Uh, but I do think that this league continues to be, you know, at the top of the uh, class uh, nationally. Uh, other good leagues out there, don't get me wrong, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC. Uh, but uh, the ACC is the ACC uh, with the tradition and, uh, and, and, and history that uh, you know, many of us are aware of, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Head Coach Mike Young here with me at Radio Row. You're listening to AWOD Radio live from the 2023 ACC tip-off. How comfortable are you now and happy in Blacksburg? I don't know that <clears throat> there's such a thing as being a college basketball coach or football coach or baseball coach I've never used the word comfortable. I think that's a dangerous <laughs> word. <Okay. clears throat> Happy? Uh, I could not be any happier with where I am, with what I'm doing, with the people that I associate with on a daily basis. Um, Virginia Tech is a special community, and I am so privileged and um, happy to uh, to be uh, to be there. And my wife is happy as a clam, and it's great. <laughs> Very, very, very pleased. I'm, I'm sure I'll follow up with you before the season, but give me one or two things you want to improve on from now until then. Yeah, uh, we've got to improve defensively. We've had really, really good defensive teams, and um, it's not that we lost sight of that a year ago. Uh, we didn't um, We didn't have the connectivity defensively that uh, is, is essential. Uh, that's going to that's gonna get better. We spent a great deal of time on it this summer and into this fall, um, and more efficient offensively, uh, get the ball in better spots, better decision-making. Um, so, you know, those are a couple of things that come to mind. So, Coach, like I said, we are WRNL, home of the Hokies in Richmond. Could you give me a, a little message to the fans in Richmond that love the Hokies? Hey, Hokie fans out there in the Richmond area, we appreciate you. Go Hokies. Thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate the time. Thanks, buddy. Good luck Good this season. You. Thank you. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. More from Radio Row in Charlotte, North Carolina coming up next.